Welcome to Pete and Hannah's review show, What's Next? The show where we help you figure out what to watch next. I'm here with my great co-host, Hannah! Hello. What a great show we have today, Hannah. We are reviewing Napoleon. We're also taking a look at the Australian movie, Royal Hotel. And finally, in Australian cinemas, we got to see Cat Person. But before we begin, let us tell the viewers what they should do. Could you pretty please leave a like and subscribe? subscribe. And don't forget to leave a comment down below, comment below on what you're watching this weekend. Hit the notification button and you'll get great content like this one. We have been so busy watching movies, talking about movies. We've had the Ridley Scott draft. You can vote now on Instagram. Who won the draft? Please say. Peter yeah, or Hannah, you know, look Danny. look beyond what's yeah. obviously yeah. great movies yeah. and <laughs> look, look for art. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we also dropped our first podcast when we talked about the AFI Top 100, Ben-Hur. Some great feedback. Thanks, guys, for reaching out. Really appreciate mm-hmm. it. Um, if you haven't had a chance to catch up with those, have a listen and, yeah, let us know. Next week it is Toy Story number 99 but before we get on every episode we like to say what is our championship belt holder for 2023 movies Hannah for you uh, my movie is John Wick chapter 4 and for me it is past lives on to the reviews and our first movie that we're reviewing today mm-hmm. is Napoleon which is in yes. cinemas now and is in cinemas all around the world Directed by our man Ridley <laughs> Scott, starring Yakin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix, and also Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby, Kirby as Napoleon Bonaparte and Josephine. The elevator pitch: We follow young Napoleon as he climbs through the ranks and becomes emperor, and he meets the lovely Josephine, and they have a torrid relationship. And we follow Napoleon throughout his entire life. Reasons to see him. Uh, it's really spectacularly. The war scenes are done amazingly. Yeah, they're, the Scots cooking. they're the most amazing things. I think going back on his filmography, he can, when he does action, he incredibly does it well. And the war scenes are some of the most intense I've seen in a long time. I would say it's very over the top in a good way. Like, I love the, the whole way this movie looks. It's just uh, amazing, honestly. Yeah. And uh, I just love Vanessa Kirby. I could watch her in anything. Reasons not to see. Look, Ridley Scott has rumoured there's a four-hour cut and this movie needs it. It feels like it. It's very chopped. Napoleon's story itself, just follow him throughout all his battles and how many people he lost. They only just brush over the French Revolution as well. Uh, Russia is a small part. And even the Battle of Waterloo, which is stunningly recreated, uh, only goes for uh, 20 minutes and they yes. made a whole movie of that in the 1970s. Should you watch or miss Napoleon in cinemas, Hen? I would give it a... Uh, it's hard to say. I'd probably give it a miss. Give it a miss in cinemas? Uh, in cinemas because you can catch it on Apple streaming. It'd be when a, it, yeah, a couple weeks and later. if there's said four-hour cut, I would prefer it because yeah. this film, when you're watching it, I think you can see a lot of moments I've been cut out. Also... I think if you, reasons not to, I would also put in, if you're expecting it to be a faithful um, 
adaptation or recreation of Napoleon's life, you are going to be completely shocked by the fact he, he really does not care yeah. for the facts. He's yeah. he's like, I'm making a yeah, I'm making a strange romance film with some war in it. So enjoy yourselves through this time. Uh, yeah, no, I. And Ray is very nice. I would. Ooh, well, I I honestly could not answer that. Could you? What were you, you thinking, Brett? Uh, give it a, it's just a solid golf clap. Like, yeah. it's just missing too much, and it does feel like all the way you just, just you're missing like a whole chunk. Yes, I feel the like the movie itself is actually really well. Like, it's it's a. It looks amazing. It the, the story. I mean, great. The, the story's there. It's, I think the writing's probably a fault of it. It's just, it's just. There's scenes where you go, oh, why is he doing that? Yes. Oh, why is that? Or, or scenes with both Joseph because. The movie really wants to focus on Josephine and Napoleon, like this love affair. Not so much the Napoleon, the war, like the the general. They don't want to focus on that at all, yeah, <laughs> which the, is strange. Really the letters that they wrote each other, so there's a long and, time. And so there are moments in this where they're both really mean to each other. Sometimes they're both loving to each other. It's almost sometimes. like they're in a bipolar relationship yeah. and have no idea if they love or hate each other. And so it's interesting to see him take that focus uh with the story well the real life events i guess to say and brush over the details of napoleon we don't really know. We, by the end of it you don't really know the guy you're just like oh well, that's would, an interesting take on i it. would i would agree with hannah that it's probably not for everyone it, it's movie. not for yeah it's not for historical lovers at all <laughs> but if you're a really scott fan like i am i I enjoyed it, and I'll probably go see it again. I would definitely see it again, and I would probably put it higher on the list of Ridley Scott films as well, on just his films, watching, seeing his filmography. It's definitely up there with a lot of his great yeah. war movies. Napoleon is in cinemas everywhere. Now, the next movie we're going to talk about is Royal Hotel. Yes. Royal Hotel is directed by Kitty Green, who is an Australian director from Melbourne and she directed the 2019 movie The Assistant starring Julia Garner who stars in this one again as yeah. well she's from the Netflix show The Ozark also Je- Je- Jessica Henwick um, they're the two main stars they're, the elevator pitch is two young girls are, are run out of money on their once in a lifetime trip from Canada to Australia they decide to work as backpackers in a hotel that's out in the outback in the middle of a mining town and they go out there and then you follow the two girls and you know really weird guys are all hanging around them yeah. and showing them attention reasons to see this in uh it's like this intense uh almost thriller-esque story to it where you just see the difference between i guess gender normality like women being prey and men being predators or or the fact that you know there's there's two different people here and they see how they see and perceive the men that are surrounding them because they're just two women in the middle of nowhere in this like where there's just a bunch of it's just crazy and creepy and all the loneliness is surrounding them and so it's just interesting to see and it's very intense yeah it really is intense it is amazing that uh, this was set in Australia. Like, it could have been set anywhere, but it was set in Australia. I think... Drongo sort of... <laughs> I think that was the interesting part, is to... It really feels Australian. The lingo is very much... Um, very similar to what it is now. Yeah. So I think that's an interesting thing to... So the rest of the world can see, you know, 
we are a bit unique here. <laughs> like, for me, reasons not to see, it hit probably too close to home. Oh, yes. Like, Anyone who's ever worked in hospitality, so, particularly yeah. bars, yeah. you will feel very uncomfortable and know exactly just the moments that, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's yeah. the reason I will never work in the bar. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It's too it, intense. Yeah, and, and look, it looks looks good. It pays well. It's a brisk 90 minutes. Uh, for those who Tells like an interesting thriller, story. that like the fish out of water sort of story, because these two are definitely from a different planet when it comes to the outback of Australia, <laughs> uh, you might like it. But for me, it's a miss. And rating for this movie is I played on my phone. Yeah, I would probably put it... I played on my phone just because I wouldn't say it uniquely gave anything different than being just really intense and showed a unique perspective, I guess, on Australian culture that people don't see normally. That's... But I don't know if I, would, I... I would give it a watch if it's definitely on streaming. It's definitely a good, like, Netflix one to put on. You're like, oh, kind of spooky in a scary way. <laughs> Royal Hotel is in Australian cinemas now, and you probably can catch it in streaming elsewhere because it's been out in a while in other uh, territories. Uh, the next movie that we're going to talk about is Cat Person. Ooh, so yes. we finally Cat Person. It's been out uh, elsewhere in the world for uh, quite a while now. Uh, directed by... Uh, Susanna Fogel, who who um, wrote um, Booksmart, uh, it stars Amelia Jones. Now Amelia Jones is uh, the main star of Coda, who won the Best Picture uh, two years ago, and it also stars uh, Cousin Greg Nicholas Braun from uh, <laughs> Succession. The Elevator Pitch: You are a college student and you work at a cinema, mm. and you meet this guy, yeah. and you sort of rub him the wrong way. And the next day he comes in, and then you start talking via text. And then you go out on a date. Reasons to see this one, Hen? Uh, well, if you have someone who's watched Succession and they the entire time go Cousin Craig the entire time, he ever does anything. Uh, it's an intense... It, again, I would put it in almost like a... Uh, mentally... Uh, she has an exaggerated imagination, imagination, which really works well and it subverts a lot of expectations of the film. It's... It's going one way and then it spins out. Yes, and it, which is um, interesting and clever. It shows the kind of the idea of catfishing. Yeah. But she's all playing that. She doesn't know if she's playing that in her mind yeah. or if this is like a really great guy. She has no idea because, you know, we're led to believe that, oh, uh, you know, going out there is a little bit scary and <laughs> you should be careful. But, you know. You don't know if she's telling the truth either or if he's. Uh... Yeah. yeah, and it has a, it. It's a little bit. It's got a lot of humor to it. It's always pushing off kilter. Yes, it's got humor, but it's also kind of dark and twisted. And it's very well done. Her yeah. friend uh, Geraldine Vismathwan. Uh, she was from uh, Cockblockers, and she's great in this. She's great as yes. comedic relief. I comedic relief, but also like she's uh, she's. As she says in the film, she's like the rock. She's yeah. she's she's like I'm reality pulling you back in because she, the friend will, yeah. you know, definitely use her imagination. The great Isabella Rossellini is in this, and she's underutilized as the professor, and uh, they didn't really play into that story a little bit. That she's 
sort of like a biologist with the, the study of ants. Yeah, well, that's just a plot. Yeah, and they just don't go back to it. So, uh, <laughs> reasons not to, like not it, enough ants. Re- <laughs> <laughs> reasons not to. Uh, it does, like, it gets tiresome over the time where the, you think it's going one way, then bang. It yeah. suits. But it, it pays off, though, because you at the end you don't know if it's a twist or not and you sort of on the edge of the secret and it does really do a good job of that it also plays on the idea of you know who is who's lying in this situation whether again whether you know she, would other people believe her if she's telling the truth and you know it's always plays into kind of gender roles i think both this and royal hotel play into the idea yeah. of gender roles and it's interesting to see it and the, done executed well the casting of Cousin Greg as the, the kind of creepy, so but good. kind of creepy, but sort of could act like a gentleman it, is really funny. It works really well for the film. This movie is based on a New Yorker article, and it's a short story. I don't think this movie needs to be two hours, but it, it, it held my attention, and I think it's a definite watch. Yes, I think it's a definite watch as well. And rate this one, I'm going to give it a golf clap. Golf clap, hundred percent. That is our reviews today. Thanks, everyone, for listening and watching. We are going to be dropping movie news and clickbait this week. Don't forget to stick around for post-credit scene if you're watching on YouTube to the answer of Can You Guess the Movie? We're also dropping a review every day, and we do Blockbuster Showdown every Friday, so heaps of content going on then. Also, thriller trash so if you're listening on a podcast check out our social media which is flying across the screen on our youtube channel right now that is my lovely co-host henna do you have anything else to add hen uh enjoy this week at the movies thanks hen until next week when we try to figure out what to watch next see you later in the week for all movie news and it's bye for now